Welcome to the third episode of the Crafty Hands Club podcast, where I talk about all things jewelry making, including tips, techniques, ideas, trends, and so much more. I am your host, Carice Jefferson. Today's episode is all about him. Yep, all about him. Um, this episode is going to talk about handmade gift ideas for sweetest day and before i get into the nitty-gritty of today's podcast i just want to go over a few things first of all if you hear any background noise uh, i'm in a nature setting so you hear things of nature So uh, I just want to give that heads up. And then also, I want to get a little bit into Sweetest Day a little bit here without going too much into it. So in the 80s, Sweetest Day wasn't heard of. Then came the early 90s. I want to say... 93, 94, 95, around that time period, it's when Sweetest Day was actually heard of. Because before then, it was all about Valentine's Day. And as everybody know, Valentine's Day is all about her. And so they decided to come up with a holiday that's all about him. And that's how Sweetest Day came along. And so, in this segment, there are some stigmas with shopping for men, whether it's your bae, your fiance, husband, whatever name you prefer to call him. There are some stigmas when it came to shopping for men. And not going to go into all of the stigmas, but just a few. So one of the concerns was there was a lack of variety when it came to shopping for men. Because typically when you go into a department store or even a specialty shop, there tend to be the same basic colors for men, black, blues, browns and so forth and then there was also complaints that there were lack of imagination so it was pretty much the same pattern the same design the men's clothes look the same from season to season and then people felt that there were such cookie cutter selections and so It wasn't with only clothing, it was also when it came to men accessories. So even today, if you walk into a store, you're going to see pretty much a cookie cutter um, design when it comes to men's jewelry. So uh, now stores have this uh, boxed gift that has about three beaded bracelets and they range anywhere from maybe $19.99 up to 
35 or 40 bucks and you look box after box and it's pretty much the same style the same colors nothing is really standing out then if you look at a watch set so you you'll see the large band watches and yes there are some men out here that still wear watches i know most of us have our phones and that pretty much weeded out watches but there are uh, contrary to belief there's a great number of people especially men that still prefer to wear watches so with the watch sets you kind of see the same thing it's usually a watch with either the interchangeable band or you may see a watch design in two different colors and then there's the solo jewelry so you browse around and you see that everything looks alike <laughs> you know and then another component to the difficulty in shopping for men was price point because men do not shop as frequent as women. They just don't. Men tend to be loyal when it comes to the stores that they shop at. You know, if they know this particular store has their needs and their wants, they go right in and they can get it they will continue going there and patronizing it until it goes out of business versus women we will go into a store we might go into a store this month and we may not ever see that store again so uh because stores know even online know that men do not shop as frequent and there are some exceptions to the rule but overall men tend to shop lesser than women so because retail knows this men items are priced higher than it is it's not frequent sales it's not and if it is it's marked up so high that by the time they do take advantage of the discounts and offers that are given to them it's close to being at the original price point so that was something um too and then also the there's advantages right so in terms of price point when you make a gift for him the advantages is number one since you know how to make the item that you gifted him you can repair it at any time it can be adjusted if something needs to be replaced you're able to do that secondly you can control the personalization of his jewelry right so if he's into certain things whether he belongs to a certain organization or he has a favorite color or he likes certain things that can be reflected in jewelry that he will be proud to wear 
And then also, even though there's great items out here that are available for purchase, handmade gifts add a special value, you know, to that it shows him that, first of all, you not only are celebrating Sweetest Day and acknowledging him, but it also communicates that you were willing to go that extra mile to show your appreciation for him because when you are making something, you're putting in time, you're putting in effort, you're putting in thought, along with making a monetary contribution. So those are some advantages to what it is when you are making something for him. Now let's get into the nitty gritty because there's tons of ideas and ways in which you can make something for him. And when it comes to jewelry making, and a lot of people have this mixed up, there's more to jewelry making than just slapping beads on stringing material and um, putting a finisher to it and then that's it. Jewelry making is a process and in process it doesn't have to be anything complicated, longer or uh, outdrawn or dragged out time but process in terms of actually thinking about it, um, knowing what is the purpose behind you making this, what is it that you hope to get out of this or hoping to accomplish. In your case, since this is a handmade gift to him, your purpose and your objectives need to be like, okay, what is it that I would like for him to perceive from this? What is it that I would like for him to get out of it? What's the feeling? What's the um, value out of this? Once you figure out the why behind your making something for him, then you can get into thinking about what colors looks great on him, right? What colors do he like? What's a color that really looked good on him, but he doesn't wear it often, or he might have worn a particular color combination once or twice? What is his personality? You know, because jewelry is a personal thing. And so when you're making something for someone, you want to incorporate a little bit of their personality in there because when something is custom made for a person, they're more likely to wear the pieces versus getting something that five or six people walking up and down the street may have on. So uh, in, in that retrospect, you want to uh, consider those things. So here are some ideas. First, if he's in anything like a fraternity or any type of uh, lodging organization, if he's 
in a certain profession that's like unionized. So for instance, if he's a electrician or plumber, you know, that's something to consider when it comes to jewelry making. And so the, uh, it could be block beats that could spell out the local unit, or it can be something that spells out his name, something. It could be a charm that has the symbol of the trade or profession that he might be in. If he's part of a fraternity, there's plenty of charms out here uh, for fraternities, but if you don't want to go that route, that's okay because you can make something for him using the colors or use the colors and then maybe spell out um, the university or college where he pledged at or the charm could have the educational institute in which he made the pledge or the year that he pledged some some men bracelets i have seen in terms of fraternity have had you know the typical the color the uh, charm with the uh, logo and then the year that it started but you can it's a lot of ways you can personalize that you can even add in like use the fraternity colors but add in something like uh, charms of his zodiac sign or the year he was born or the uh, month that he was born or the number of the uh, of his birth date so it's a couple ways to get creative with that another one if he's a sports lover and there are some guys out here that love sports period no matter if it's lacrosse if it's water polo if it's golf if it's football basketball you name it he's just going to watch it if he's all around in the sports how about a bracelet that is mostly um charms and it's charms of the the basketball the baseball or the bat the football uh if he's a person that likes to wear link jewelry uh, you could get a thick chain link for a bracelet and um, do the charms around that if he's someone that is a fan of a certain athlete how about something with the team colors and maybe the number the jersey number of the player could uh, be part of jewelry if he likes let's say he's a basketball aficionado then the creativity could be it may not have to be a particular team color but it could be colors of the basketball and maybe spell out basketball in between the solid colored beads or have um, a center charm as a focal of his bracelet with a very nice basketball design. That's another way. If he is a person that has a hobby in terms of 
if he's creative, maybe he likes to paint, maybe he's a writer, maybe he's into theater, jewelry could highlight that. If he is a collector and people collect all sorts of things, right? He may collect cars, he may collect sneakers, he might be a collector of briefcases. And yes, there are men out here that collect briefcases. Maybe he collects sunglasses. Whatever it is that he likes to collect, then that could be reflected in uh, jewelry design for him. Or you can make something for him based on activities. So if he's the nature type that likes to go hunting, that likes to go fishing, or that likes to work on cars or just, you know, likes to fix things, that can be reflected in the jewelry design as well. Now let's talk about beads and charms. So if typically male wear mostly bracelets and depending on his personality he'll wear a necklace some men prefer to wear the shorter necklace that fits tighter around his neck and there are some males that prefer to wear a longer necklace almost in a medallion style again it depends on his personality and his preference so that's something you want to consider and if he hasn't worn a bracelet before here's a suggestion i wouldn't go too overboard with it i would keep it keep it simple but at the same time make it personable to him and then as he gets comfortable with wearing a bracelet then you can level up in terms of making something for him so typically male bracelets are somewhere between nine to ten ten and a half inch in length sometimes 11 12 depend on the size of his wrist and then if he um some men prefer to wear big beads some men are okay with small beads so beads typically come between two millimeter and it can go all the way up to 24 millimeter but the higher the millimeter the bigger the bead and you want to consider the weight of the bead so if it's very heavy beads wouldn't try to use too many of those but however if there are bigger beads that's less beads you will have to put on the stringing material versus if it's smaller beads it will be lighter or and and then again it depends on the quality of beads that you're using as well so if they're stone beads nowadays a lot of men especially um the bohemian type guys you will see them with 
shakur beads and those are like the different color beads you see them with lava beads in their jewelry and you will also see yoga beads so those are kind of the uh three trends that are in men's jewelry right now um in terms of charms again zodiac signs it could be uh numbers it could be belief so if he's a christian or if he's jewish or whatever his uh, religious belief is you could add that charm on to his bracelet as well if he's really good at something let's say he's good at cooking he's good with children he's good at driving there could be charms to reflect that or you could even use block beads metal beads um, that are block shaped and they have the letters on them and you can maybe spell you know father or uh, good dad it's just a lot of ways that you can work on handmade designs for, for him and then also his personality again if he's a do-it-yourself person that should be reflected in the design if he's a deal maker somebody that can um you know really good at business really good at making money uh that should reflect if he's a connector type of personality meaning that he can go into a room and he knows a lot of people and no matter what comes up who comes up in the conversation he just know a person that will be suitable for the situation so if he's that type of individual that can be reflected as well if he is someone who's very savvy you know real business savvy really um good with technology or what have you again there's a lot of ways in which the personality could come through in jewelry making for him so here's what i want you to do follow crafty hands club on instagram and use hashtag make for bay hashtag make for bay and let me know what are your thoughts about today's podcast episode because this topic was fitting because we're going into October and October 19th is sweetest day so let me know what your thoughts are let me know if you got any insights or share some ideas or if you're working on something for him as a gift or as an add-on because sometimes guys already be upfront and say this is what i want as a gift and we could get that as a gift and then make something for him as an add-on to that so if you're doing that share photos or videos and tag crafty hands club in that as well again 
Thank you so much for listening to Crafty Hands Club podcast. If you want to know more about Crafty Hands Club and what we do, go to www.craftyhandsclub.com. Crafty Hands Club, we provide easy, fun, cool DIY jewelry making kits where you can make jewelry in five easy steps. Thanks for tuning in into episode three of the second season and tune in next time.